arts news from around the area. Welcome to the Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo, promoting and supporting the arts, arts organizations, and artists throughout Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. Good morning. Thanks for joining us at the Creative Cafe. Uh, I am Eric Oliphant, the Membership Director and Operations Manager at the Arts Council. I'm glad to be back on the show. This week, I am taking over the whole program to talk about an event happening on Wednesday, Artist Happy Hour, gigging in the 21st century with the Edison Jazz Festival at the Clover Room. This is all happening Wednesday, May 10th from 5.30 to 7 p.m., Following the event is a brick-and-mortar jam session presented by the Edison Jazz Festival at 8. And then this morning, I wanted to feature a couple of panelists on that panel discussion that we will be having where we're talking about gigging in the 21st century. Uh, Joining me this morning is Josiah DeNoyer. He's a drummer, pianist, and educator. Uh, Corey Somers, she's a violinist. She's the executive director of the Kalamazoo Bach Festival and co-director of the Clover Room. And Yuriana Sobrino Garcia, an international performing artist who has recently moved from New York City to Michigan. I'm going to start with Corey this morning. Good morning, Corey. How are you doing? Hi. Great, Eric. Thanks. I want to ask you our traditional first question. What is your favorite morning beverage? Um, That's really easy to answer. If I'm at home, it's just a straight-up black coffee from the French press. And if I'm at the Fiddle Leaf Cafe, which is also at Jericho, it's an oat milk latte. Excellent. Very good. Do you add any flavor to the latte or just, yeah, just straight up unsweetened. Excellent. So yeah, you mentioned Fiddle Leaf Cafe. Uh, I was going to spoiler alert, but they're also providing some snacks and coffees and sweets for uh, our event. Both you, the Clover Room and Fiddle Leaf are at Jericho. Can you tell me a little bit about the Clover Room? What is the Clover Room? Yeah, sure. Um, My business partner, Michelle Peters, and I have been working together. We've been friends for uh, 25 years or so, and um, we've always dreamed of being business partners. We've been in the music industry forever since the mid-90s, and we've always felt that Kalamazoo is in need of a, a listening room space, similar to how the ARC operates in Ann Arbor. Um, and we figured we should probably start small and see how it goes. And, you know, the opportunity came up that the room was available at the right time, and we were able to sign a lease and take it on um, last summer. So it's a space that's rented for private parties, ticketed events. Um, just we've had some videos filmed in there. Excellent. And this yeah. is at Jericho, as I mentioned. They are uh, members of the Arts Council, and that's over in the Edison neighborhood at 1501 Fulford Avenue. Um, you mentioned, so Clover Room opened last year. What have you been up to so far? I know that you've been very busy over there. Yeah, um, so we opened up last summer, I think July 15th. Um, we had an artist from the East Coast, Curtis Eller, come in, a wild banjo player and singer-songwriter. He loves to jump up on furniture. Um, <laughs> so we did like a real soft open. It was, you know, hot summer July. We were in the middle of being at festivals all summer. We weren't totally prepared to open, but we couldn't pass up the opportunity for him to be there. Um, and we really kicked it off in the fall when the Edison uh, Jazz Fest reached out to have one of their shows there. Um, I think it was the first show of the festival opened up in our space um, with Liz Townsend and Jesse, Jessica, Ivy, thank you. Yeah. Um, and since then, it's just taken off. We've had, um, we right now we're doing about five to seven of our own ticketed events um, in the space. And then we've got the Edison Jazz Fest in there every week. 
we've had an art hop there. We do the Jericho Fair. We've had some disco birthday parties. I heard about um, that disco party, <laughs> actually. That's funny. Very cool. Um, and so, yeah, you have lots that you've been, um, you've started off with a bang, kind of, it sounds like, and you have lots of uh, gigs lined up and future plans and anybody uh who's interested in using that space for a concert event something like that they can reach out and uh, yeah. it's a rentable space it's not just a, a presenting space by the clover room right yeah it seems to be working out really well when artists reach out and we take it on as part of our concert series so mm. that we can help them promote and do the ticketing and take that all off of the artists it's kind of a hands. collaborative deal yeah. then very mm-hmm. cool very cool um you have several roles uh, as a musician and an administrator and now this venue manager um, I would say you're the epitome of what gigging in the 21st century looks like. Can you talk a little bit about your gig life and managing like balance, schedules, energy, stuff like that? Yeah, sure. Um, it's challenging but exciting. I think for most of us who are artists and creatives, we like to have lots of different puzzle pieces. Um, to It just makes it exciting and more fun and unpredictable and adventurous figure out how they all might fit together yeah yeah yeah. um i play in the uh, with grace tyson a local uh, blues americana artist and um so we're doing a lot of festivals and different shows um i just went on a mini tour with singer songwriter annie caps from detroit she's in the folk scene part of folk alliance and we went up to petoskey and livonia and we were in kalamazoo and you know i bring my laptop with me and try to catch up on other stuff and communications and try to just feel like wherever I am is my office and mm-hmm. kind of go with the role. It sounds like maybe your favorite morning beverage is black coffee, but we didn't ask the volume of which you need to consume. <laughs> <laughs> might be a large amount because it sounds like you're keeping incredibly busy. It's like coffee throughout the day. It's a steady flow of yep. caffeine. Yep. Yeah. Very cool. Thank you. Um, I want to bring in Josiah next. Um, Josiah, as I mentioned, is a drummer, pianist, and educator, and he's been uh, running and uh, presenting the uh, Edison Jazz Festival's brick-and-mortar sessions happening every Wednesday at the Clover Room. Um, before we get into it, what is your favorite morning beverage, Josiah? That is a great question. Thanks for having me, um, Eric. I am a big Miel fan, so okay. go to Fourth Coast almost every morning, grab a Miel with an extra shot of espresso and almond milk, wow. and sit down and get some work done on my laptop. It's almost a daily thing. Very so, cool, very cool. Shout yeah. out to Fourth Coast. That is a mm-hmm. tasty coffee shop. Um, can you talk a little bit about your background as like a musician and I know you're a band leader and then now like your role with the Edison Jazz Festival and this brick and mortar sessions? Yeah. So the interesting thing about being a creative and specifically a Michigan uh, musician in West Michigan is exactly like Corey was saying, we have to put together a lot of different pieces. Right. So um, first and foremost, I'm a performer. I play the drums and the piano and a few local groups. Um, and that's like my passion. Um, in addition to doing things like education, so I work with the Kalamazoo Music School and teach um, the Kalamazoo Youth Jazz Ensembles. So that we have a small trio as well as a 17-piece jazz orchestra of high school students. Um, so we meet once a week. Um, and then I've just recently started working with the Edison Jazz Festival to promote this weekly jam session and concert series at the Clover Room. Shout out Corey for making that a possibility. Um, and it's it's been every Wednesday th- since January, right? January 11th, yeah. Very so cool. Now, uh, I want to ask you, is this a jazz jam session? It's presented by a jazz festival. Yeah, it's a great question. So I think um, in West Michigan especially, we get this idea of jazz that's kind of small and closed-minded. Um, but when you look at the tradition of where that music comes from and who's performed it, who's composed it, 
Um, and just the origins of it, there's so many different styles that air quotes jazz covers, um, from hip hop to R&B to soul, big band, swing, free improvised music. Um, there's so many different air quote genres that are a part of that. And so at the brick and mortar session, we try to promote all of those equally, um, because they all fun- fall under that umbrella of black American music, um. So, yeah, I mean, it's not not a jazz jam session, but we've had MCs, we've had poets, we've had singers, we've had comedians, we've had a lot of different um, disciplines and a lot of different artists come in and share their skills and abilities um, along with more straight ahead things. So so it's a, it's a jazz jam sometimes, but everybody's welcome and encouraged to come and participate. Yeah, it's a collaborative, creative space. Excellent. You know? Excellent. Can you talk a little bit about um, your gig life? Do you think it's for everybody? Do you get any sleep? Um, <laughs> how can people support, maybe even not just musicians, but just audience members, how can people support uh, gigging opportunities in the 21st century like the brick-and-mortar jam sessions? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, yeah, I don't sleep a lot. Uh, I do sometimes, but it's the steady stream of caffeine thing. You know what I mean? That's the the way we make it through this. But um yeah, I think one of the biggest ways that people can support um, what we do as independent artists and as band leaders, as creatives, is to attend events. That's a huge thing. Um, we all thrive off of the energy that people bring into a space um, and the connections that are made when different people come into um, performing spaces is really beautiful and really incredible. Um, so I think that's one of the biggest ways people can support, as well as just fiscally, like pay musicians. You know what I mean? We're trying to make a living out here doing something. I'm not only a musician, but I'm I'm booking myself. I'm booking other people. I'm doing promotion for myself for other people. Like we all do a lot of different things. We wear a lot of different hats. So when I'm, it's, I'm preaching, it's a lot. preaching to the choir, but not to mention the years and years of time and energy it took to get to where you are now mm-hmm. and all that money spent on equipment that allows you to do it. It's a... Uh, it's no small thing to get to where you are. And yeah, that financial support is a huge deal. Um, brick and mortar jam sessions, you're accepting donations at the door, recommended donations? Yeah, so there's a sliding scale cover charge of 5 to $15 for the opening set. Um, and we also have multiple ways to give online. Um, and then we're also fiscally sponsored by the Edison Neighborhood Association. So donations can go through them as well. Excellent. Thank you so much, Josiah. And we'll be right back with Yuriana Sobrino-Garcia to talk about her music and her gig life right after this commercial break. The arts are a vast subdivision of culture composed of many creative endeavors and disciplines. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo strives to support all of these art forms and the creators who bring the art to us, but we can't do it alone. If you are a local business looking to deepen your connection to the community, consider an arts sponsorship. It creates visibility, improves your company's reputation, and generates traffic through your business, both online and through sales. Sponsorships also help to keep ticket prices down to allow for more access to arts events in our community. If you are looking to support your community and drive business to your business, contact the Arts Council at KalamazooArts.org. That's KalamazooArts.org or on any of our social media platforms, and we'll help you find a sponsorship that's right for you. You'll be glad you did. It's a win-win. This message provided by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo. You're listening to The Creative Cafe, sponsored by the Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo on 590 and 106.9 FM WKZO. And we're back on the Creative Cafe this beautiful Saturday morning. 
Uh, I want to talk first about Artist Happy Hour that is happening on May 10th, the uh, 21st, gigging in the 21st century, um, featuring the Edison Jazz Festival at the Clover Room. This is a program of the membership department, of which uh, I'm the membership director. I try to create these events for artists, uh, to give artists opportunities to come into a room together, talk, uh, participate in a subject, but mostly get to know each other, connect with each other. Uh, these events are all free to attend. We do like people to register if they'd like to attend. So if you'd like to do that, uh, it saves me some stress of figuring out how many people are coming and how many Fiddle Leaf Cafe cookies to buy. Uh, that's available on our website at KalamazooArts.org. Um, like I mentioned and Corey mentioned in the first uh, segment, Fiddle Leaf Cafe, brand new, just took over at the cafe space at Jericho. They're providing uh, cold brew and hot brew coffee and tea and some snacks um, and then uh, we are featuring uh, both Josiah and Corey in this panelist discussion, um, but also a couple other panelists that are not here with us this morning. V Ward from Black Sheep Music, which is a, I call it a record label conglomerate up in Battle Creek. Uh, if you want to get a fantastic idea of one of the great programs they have, YouTube the Rehearsal Room. You might see Josiah and I in one of the videos. Uh, it is a uh, tiny desk-esque uh, recordings, uh, video, a uh, live recorded performance. The panelist discussion is going to be filled with lots of great stuff. And then uh, after happy hour, we're going to transition into the jam session, brick and mortar jam session. I have your Aunt Uriana here this morning. Good, good morning. How are you doing today? Hi, good morning. How are you guys doing? Very good. Yeah, thank you. Um, I didn't get to ask you yet. So what's your favorite morning beverage, Uriana? Um... At this point, I would say whatever my toddler left in his cup. <laughs> so you're you're Definitely. all you're all about the uh, parent life at the moment, yeah. Uh, yes, yes. Very Try cool. Yeah. Very cool. No, that's fine. Hopefully, it's something delicious like orange juice and not a yeah. I don't know. That that might be a tod- yeah, toddler it, it beverage. Yeah, it might be sometimes some suspicious. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh boy, that's so funny. Well, I hope you get a cup of coffee at the gem session because um, I think maybe you deserve a, your own cup of coffee. Um, can you tell us a little bit about your background? Uh, you're a drummer and a singer, and uh, you come from a couple of different places, and now you're in Grand Rapids. Do you mind talking a little bit about that? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm from Mexico. You know, I was born in Mexico, raised in Mexico, and um, I grew up there playing music. I started playing music um, when I was six years old with my brothers and my sister. Okay. Uh, so and, kind of a fam- family group of music, yeah? Yes, yeah, it was like a family group. Uh, you know, it started like a kind of like a hobby, but prison developed more also like a way to help my family, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, and I mean, I did that for a lot of years, and that, that would be basically kind of like my, my roots, you know, of, um, you know, yeah, that a lot of stuff that I learned just by playing, you know, music, you know, before even going to any music school or even knowing that you could study music. So, yeah. And then, you know, like I, you know, of course, you know, like I, I, you know, started like just preparing more myself, moved to Mexico City. And then, um, yeah, and then from there, you know, I just like went kind of like everywhere. Then I moved to the States, I went to Boston. I had a scholarship for the Berklee College of Music and then finished that then moved to New York and then, you know, pandemic. And then I came here to Michigan. (laughs) 
Well, we're really glad to have you in Michigan. Uh, that is <laughs> quite quite the uh, journey, especially for those that are unaware. I mean, Berkeley School of Music in Boston is one of, one of the better music schools in the world, and that's no small feat to get a big scholarship to go there. So it's very exciting. Um, so what if you're uh, you're doing a set at the beginning of the jam session? Can you talk a little bit about what uh, music people might get to hear you perform? Are you playing drums? Are you singing? Are you doing a little bit of both? Um. Well, I'll probably, um, well, of course, you know, I'll do, you know, um, you know, probably standards, you know, some, you know, swing, but, um, I like always also like, you know, including something that is, uh, like I said, connected to from where I come from, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, and I'll probably, you know, sing, you know, um, I sometimes also like dance a little, do like uh, some traditional dance from Mexico, but, you know, I'm, you know, I'm sure that for sure, you know, I'll sing something, you know, and, you know, play, uh, you know, drum sets, you know, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, I, I want to open up the conversation to all of our panelists, um, and I'm going to preview a little bit of what the conversation might be like at the discussion at happy hour. I want to open up to anybody. Um, what is some advice that you would give an emerging artist? Uh, that is interested in entering the gig world? Um, well, be on time. Be on time, <laughs> yes, yeah. Get there on time, you know. Um, I would say, you know, depending what, I mean, and I'll say in any situations, you know, but if it's, you know, if it's something, a situation where you are hired to play somebody else's music, well, be prepared, you know as much as you as you can you know and uh i feel like just you know to be on time and also be respectful you know um sometimes people think that um only like you being a you know an amazing musician and having all the skills and having all that people think tend to think that that's all you need but in my experience you know that's that's just one part of it really mm-hmm. but uh I would say no one wants to work with a difficult person, you know, doesn't matter, doesn't matter how good you are, you know. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I would say just like, just do, just do your, your work and just be, you know, humble and respectful and show up, you know. On time. Um, yeah. <laughs> Excellent <laughs> advice, I would say. Um, Josiah, uh, is there a skill or a piece of knowledge that you wish you had uh, when you were first starting out as a gigging artist? Yeah, I mean, there's a few things. Um, I think one of the biggest things, you know, growing up, I saw a lot of people play in jazz bands and combos. So that's kind of how I got put on to that music. Um, But I think one thing I wish I had known is just being open to different styles um, and digging into those, um, whether that's gospel music, whether that's R&B, whether that's, you know, whatever it is, um, be open to different things, singer-songwriter music, pop music, folk music. They're all beautiful traditions, um, and they all just inform each other and broaden your ability to be a musician who can play in different settings. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, there's just that's I think the biggest thing is just have have broad horizons. It's yeah. Sometimes I think hard to uh, like you like a particular music, and you have to sometimes be brave enough to listen to or try to appreciate something you might not initially enjoy. But usually, you find some uh, something in there that's redeemable or interesting. Yeah. That uh, yeah. Is very valuable. Excellent. For sure. Excellent. Thank you. And then, Corey, uh, last question. Um, 
it's all about who you know, right? What's the, what's the importance of meeting others when you're trying to get a career, getting gigs as a musician, as an artist? Um, what what's uh, like a happy hour event or a jam session like? What's the importance of attending those things when you're getting started? Sure, um, you know it's about being open, sharing your art with others, and and having a collaborative mindset and be able to have conversations and um, being accepting and uh, responsive to other people's creative ideas and seeing how you can add to that um, and letting go of your ego. Mm-hmm. Um, I really want to go back to that very first question, if you don't Do mind. Yeah. There's, you know, um, the whole, like, showing up on time and being respectful and being kind. Um, I love all of that stuff. And on the other side of that, I also have to say, like, make sure you advocate for yourself. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're getting yeah. an artist agreement that you believe in and that you're being paid what you deserve <laughs> to be paid because, man, we put in a lot of hours. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're not being mansplained on a, like, yeah. regular basis, especially those wonderful sound engineers that are, like, 99% men. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just, you know, make sure you're standing up for yourself and you're advocating for yourself and you're, you're putting yourself in a safe space and feeling that you can say, this is what I need. Um, you know, of course, we're doing it in a respectful way, but also, you know, um, 14% of the voices we hear on the radio are men, 3% of producers in the industry are men. So as a female artist, yeah. you know, just being like showing up and showing that you're a strong human being, too. I just wanted to add that in there because I feel like it's really important right now. I am so glad you did. Yeah, it's yeah. so that's, hard. That's to- so true. Can I just say, I also add what you to say, that's true. Like one thing that uh, as far as like a... Um, advice you know when you start a being is like uh ask how much you know <laughs> how much are you getting paid you know uh, or if you are gonna you know someone ask you how much is you know the cost of your work you know like don't be scared to say it you know because i think that i've seen a lot actually and i have to say even with like musicians that have been working for a long time where they don't even know how much they're getting paid you know and so to part of advocating for yourself yes it's also like you gotta value what you're doing you know and in, if you don't do it and you don't put it up front then people are gonna say well you know like this is this is what i'm gonna pay you and that you know that's okay you know so uh so yeah yeah and it's often real hard when you're getting started to say no so that's it's it's that's that's the double-edged sword of I know what I'm worth, but I really also need this gig or this connection or this opportunity. And that's mm-hmm. so challenging. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. this, all of us here are just so revved up with this conversation. We could talk about this for hours. And we are going to do this on Wednesday, May 10th uh, at Artist Happy Hour, gigging in the 21st century, featuring the Edison Jazz Festival at the Clover Room from 530 to 7 p.m. Thanks to my guests, Josiah, Corey, and Yuriana this morning. Do not miss this conversation. Uh, totally free to attend. Wednesday, May 10th. Uh, you can register online at KalamazooArts.org. Thanks for taking the time this morning to join us at the Creative Cafe. Kalamazoo is rich in arts and culture. Our commercial, educational, and creative economies thrive when our community has spaces and places to connect and outlets for creative expression. The arts improve individual well-being, drives tourism, sparks creativity, and strengthens our bonds. The Arts Council of Greater Kalamazoo provides support and resources to artists and art organizations throughout Kalamazoo County. We rely heavily on grants and donations to ensure a healthy, creative community. A donation to the Art Council provides 650 opportunities each year to artists through our programming, as well as almost $200,000 in direct support through our grant programs and sponsorships. Visit the donate page today at KalamazooArts.org. That's KalamazooArts.org. Help us amplify the arts in our community. Now you know. 
please join us next week for another installment of The Creative Cafe.